0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Oh, we're recording. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this new episode of Luke's English Podcast. How are you today? Hope you're doing fine. I'm I'm all right. Thanks. It's Friday morning and I think this is episode number eight hundred and twenty. See how good I am with numbers. I'm so good with numbers. I can count all the way up to number eight hundred and twenty. What's this? I've got something on my chair. It's a hot water bottle. I don't need that. Right. I'm in a bit of a silly mood. Today, no particular reason. Just feeling a bit silly. Maybe it's because it's a Friday. Uh, I don't know, but it's, that's fine, isn't it? It's fine. It's good, in fact. It's good to feel silly sometimes. Just to have fun. Right, remember that? Remember fun? Yeah, it's important to maintain that and keep that going. Anyway, hello. Uh, this episode is episode 820, and I decided that I would do one of these rambling things, right? You know, Uh, you know, right? You know, you know, you know what that is, don't you? Yes. Good. So I'm just going to talk off the cuff, off the top of my head, out of my mouth, actually, literally, but, um, I have almost nothing planned for this. I have no script for this. Um, Also, whenever I do these rambling episodes, I have a kind of a rule, don't I? Uh, The rule is, well, a few rules, sort of rules that I probably don't really follow very strictly, but rules which are important to just generally uh, create a sort of concept for the episode, so rambling episodes are like this. Rule number one, no editing. I'm not allowed to start again. Uh, even if I really feel like it, if I feel like in the first five minutes, oh God, no, this is going all wrong and weird. And uh, I don't know what to say and all that stuff. I can't start again. I've got to keep going. Uh, rule number two is, is I have to keep, <laughs> I have to keep talking and talking and talking. There can be no silence. It's like a radio show because on the radio, there has to be constant talking or music or something playing. They never just stop, do they? It's, it's the, the words have to keep coming. So I have to just keep talking, even though I've literally got no real idea of what's going to come next. Uh, I have to just let the words just continue to come out of my mouth. Uh, why? Why? I don't know. Well, well I do know um, several reasons. Am I just going to list reasons of things in this episode? Is that what I'm going to do? What? Well, start a list and then from that list, I have other lists and then other lists of bullet points. Anyway, all right. Just I can't, try and stay calm. Try and stay cool and collected. So as I was saying, it's a rambling episode. The rules, no editing. Right? Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can manage to do that. If I can manage to do the entire thing without a single edit in it at all. Uh, second rule, keep talking. Just keep going. Third rule, no script. No script for this one. Um, and fourth rule, not really much in the way of preparation either. Um, So it's just me talking into a microphone uh, to you and you are there. You're there. Hello. You're there, aren't you? You are there. Are you there? You're there. Right. Good. You're not just a, I don't know, an absent like shell, just a skeleton already. No, you are actually there. You're present. You're listening to this too. And your challenge is to, well, your challenge challenges, it's up to you to define your own challenge in your life but um, just keep listening, okay? Just stick with me, stay with me, join me, and let's spend the next, I don't know what, hour together uh, having a chat. Um, obviously, I'm i am just doing the talking. You're just sitting there, just listening like that, where I just talk to you for an hour. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you can always leave comments and stuff, can't you? Yes, you can. Okay, a rambling episode. <laughs> It's Friday morning. Now it's episode 820. But the problem is I'm stuck in a time loop. I'm stuck in a weird time loop because the date today is Friday, the 24th of March. Uh, Okay. And you're thinking, what about the time loop? Now, if you listen to my audio podcast, um, then, uh, you'll have, you will have heard me talk about this numerous times. I say the audio podcast, and people are going what audio podcast yeah it's the same podcast but i put the show onto youtube right and also uh the the audio gets published as a podcast as well now i've been doing the podcast for 14 years in fact it's more or less 14 years to the day maybe that i published this i don't know uh april uh, 2009 was when I started. Anyway, audio podcast. The point I'm trying to make here is that in the audio versions of episodes, often I will do a little ramble, maybe 10 minutes at the end of each episode. And recently in those episodes, I've been rambling about um, how I'm stuck in a time loop. <laughs> and you're thinking, what are you talking about? What you want about? So um, what I mean is that... so. It is Friday the 24th of March, but this episode won't be published until, I don't know, later when. I do have a date for this. Look how organised I am. I do actually have a date. Look, in my list, episode 820, something, question mark, a ramble, question mark, and that looks like it will be published, yeah, in the middle of April, all right? So I am, I'm a couple of weeks ahead of myself at this point. (sighs) Uh, what what's going on? Okay, so <laughs> the at the moment I'm recording this, um, I am on episode 816. So the episode with Kate Billington was the most recent episode that I published. Okay, I published that two days ago. People seem to like it. That's nice. Um, and yes, I must have Kate back on the podcast. That's the, what I always say about Kate Billington. Yeah, everyone likes her. I must have her back on the podcast. Hopefully it will be um, uh, sooner rather than later. Okay. So um, so episode 816 was the episode I published a couple of days ago. And here we are. Here I am recording episode 820. But I've I have already recorded episodes up until Number 827 or something. Does this make sense? Do you understand what's going on? Um, So episode... uh I haven't published it yet now, but you have already heard it. Episode 817, episode 818, episode 819. Uh, I haven't published them yet at the time that I'm recording this, but when you listen to this, then you will have heard those episodes already, or those episodes will already have been published. But So, I'm, I'm really, really confused. But also, the episodes that you haven't heard yet, I have already recorded them, and they're all ready to be published. So I don't know where I am, what time it is, what year it is, who the president is and all those things. I don't know what's going on. But it's a weird feeling um, to know that you ha- oh, you get the idea, right? So anyway, episode 820. Originally, I had something else planned for this episode, which I, uh, I changed my mind on it. And so I've got an empty space there. Okay, and I thought well I'll just I'll just do a ramble for that episode. That's fine. It's been a while since I did one. The last time I did one of these rambling episodes was at the beginning of the year. That was the New Year ramble. So here we are in in springtime now, although when I record this, springtime hasn't officially begun because I think that starts I don't know. I I don't know. Whatever. Daylight saving time um the clocks change. Uh, At the weekend, the clocks change at the weekend. I don't know if you do that in your country, but here um, in this part of the world, we change the clocks uh, during the winter. Uh, The clocks go uh, back one hour in the winter in order to make sure it's not too dark first thing in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, so we get a bit more daylight. And then at the end of March... The clocks go forward, right? Because spring forward, so you go forward at spring, you spring forward and fall back. So, fall meaning autumn, the clocks go back. So, you fall back and spring forward, you see? That's how you remember it. So, in spring, the clocks go forward, and that is the official beginning for me, the official beginning of summer. It's like, yes, finally, daylight is a thing again, and it's lighter much lighter in the evenings, and the days are longer. Oh, how wonderful. Life can begin again. All the flowers start growing. The birds start singing. It's a fantastic thing. Wonderful, beautiful thing. Um, so yes, this one is going to be a springtime ramble. Okay, springtime ramble. Um, and yes, that's why that's this is called a springtime ramble. So episode 820 in my list was just empty. Now, I could have just moved all the other episodes forward by one, couldn't I? But I didn't want to do that because the next three episodes are a three-part series, part one, part two, and part three. And so I really liked the fact I nearly forgot the T on that word there. Did you Did you hear that? I really like the fact. Oh God! Oh God! Thank goodness I remembered to put a T on the end of that word because otherwise it would have been like what? You like the fact? What's the fact? What's that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, I really like the fact that the next three episodes will be part one will be eight hundred and twenty one, part two will be eight hundred and twenty two, and part three will be eight hundred and twenty three. So I really wanted I really wanted part 1 to be 12233, two, three. you see. I didn't it would have bothered me a lot if part 1 of the the series that's coming next had been a, if it had been episode 820 part 1, 21 part 2, 22 part 3, would have just really bothered me, so I had to leave this episode open for something. And this is what I've chosen to do. And you're thinking, hallelujah, Luke, thank you for choosing to do this because this is amazing. Actually, as I was on my way to uh, my pod room this morning, I was just, as I, as you know, as you do, I was just having a look at sort of website comments and YouTube comments and stuff. And I got one comment that, uh, on episode, is it episode 806, the one with Amber and Paul? Um, 809 the one about toilets and stuff. And uh, the comment was, thank you, Luke. This podcast was much more interesting than just rambling on your own. Actually, it was, thank you, Luke. This podcast was much more interesting than just rambling by your own. It should be on your own or by yourself. But anyway, so, well, (laughs) I'm glad you liked... The episode with Amber and Paul, but now you know, on the way here, I was kind of like, Okay, I'm going to do a rambling episode this morning, I'm going to get myself pumped up, get myself psyched up, get myself ready, get myself in the zone. Okay, positive thinking, positive thinking, it's going to be good. Everyone, people like the people like the rambling episodes, don't they? They do, it's fun. I like doing them too. Okay, let's do another one then. So, I was getting myself all psyched up and ready for it. Okay, this is going to be good fun. And then I was like, I'm going to have a quick look at some comments. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you, Luke. This podcast was. Much more interesting than just rambling on your own. Oh, okay. Um, All right, still, anyway, still, people like these episodes, don't they? They like the rambling episodes. They do, don't they? They do. You do, don't you, though? You do. Okay, good. So I hope you've enjoyed the recent episodes, uh, the ones that I haven't actually published yet, but which, by the time you listen to this, I will have uh, published. Um, The Roald Dahl story. Some of you no doubt I mean I haven't published that episode yet but I'm sure that there'll be comments um there might be comments uh, uh, um under that episode um uh, relating to the whole Roald Dahl controversy that happened. Uh, do you are you aware of this the publishers the the publishing company that published Roald Dahl's books uh they decided to make some changes to uh the the text of the of the books right they decided to change the some of the words and some of the things to make it more politically correct. Um, I won't go into all the details of the changes that were made, but essentially they were altering the original manuscript, the original uh, text that Roald Dahl wrote, changing certain things to make them less offensive, to make them less problematic. Uh, For example, removing words like fat or removing references to Women who were bald and who were witches and other things, but removing some of the maybe slightly nastier stuff, uh, and so I'm sure that some people have, have been writing to me going, um, "What do you think of of the of of all of that?" And um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's I can sort of okay, so I I can kind of understand the idea, which is you know we want to try to I suppose the publishers want to try to prevent Roald Dahl's work, which is wonderful. They want to try and prevent that from causing problems. They don't want um, people who are like children who are overweight or who look a certain way or whatever. They don't want those kids to feel really bad They and they don't want to encourage bullying or whatever. They want to take some of the nastiness out of the writing. I understand that. And that's, you know, that's, I suppose that's fine as a sort of motivation or a motive for it, but the problem is the way they did it was a little bit kind of clumsy and they didn't do it a very good job of, of doing that. And it ended up being a little bit kind of mm, ham-fisted is probably the best way to put it. If you're ham-fisted, it means you do something without very much sophistication, without a lot of subtlety or nuance, imagine your if your fist is just made of a big block of ham Pff, ugh, change the text Pff. so if you do something if you, in a ham fisted way it's kind of clumsy and not very not very um s- sort of subtly done um, so I don't agree, I think that they shouldn't have messed with the text, and ultimately, I think what it's about is. Really, the publishers just want to protect the intellectual property that they've got. They just want to protect the Roald Dahl, um series of books um, and make to make sure that people keep buying them. So they were kind of preempting being cancelled, right? They were trying to make sure that Roldal didn't get cancelled because if they if Roald Dahl had got cancelled, then they would have lost uh, a lot of. Revenue from sales, and also maybe it was a big publicity campaign as well. That by doing that, suddenly everyone was talking about roll dial books and it's roll dial this and roll dial that. Um, and uh, and so I'm sure they sold a lot of books as a result of it. And ultimately, I think they decided not to make the changes permanent. Maybe there's one um edition of all those books, of the series of kids' books that he did. There may be one edition with those changes included, the sort of politically correct series. Uh, But then in the future, the other editions will be the same as the original texts. So there you go. By the way, when I recorded episode 817, Parson's Pleasure by Roald Dahl, when I recorded that one, none of that controversy had happened. None of it. At all, so I was completely blissfully unaware of all of that stuff, and uh, so that was absolutely not the motivation behind recording that episode. It was nothing to do with the um, the editing that the publishers had done to the scripts of some of the stories. So anyway, there you go, episode eight hundred and eighteen, Monster Bogey. Um, I wonder what you thought about all that talk of bogies and snot. Obviously some of you would, would would have loved it, some of you will have loved it. Oh yeah, this is great, like this episode about toilets. Some of you will be like, I don't think this is appropriate for a channel of uh, education. I don't want to hear people talk about bogeys and snot. All right, sorry, but some people do, all right? Some people really do. They're like, this is the content I've been looking for. Um, so, you know, you can't please all the people all the time. Um, and then the last episode was all about how to uh, how to assess English. I hope you found that useful and interesting and insightful in terms of you know the the, the varied ways in which someone's English can be assessed, and the fact that uh, being good at English is not just about being perfect and correct. There there are many many other uh, important uh, factors involved in using language to communicate well, and it's not just about being accurate or having a certain accent. Um, um, so uh, there you go. Um, and then, so the, the series that's coming after this episodes, 821, 22 and 23 are all about chat GPT. And it's taken me ages to get to that, I suppose. Although as I've explained, I have, I recorded those chat GPT episodes a couple of weeks ago now. So that was in the beginning of March but they're not being published until the end of April. Um, So, yeah, I've been, seriously, I've been itching to publish those ChatGPT episodes. Absolutely itching to publish them. There's a nice phrase. If you're itching to do something, it means you're really, oh, you can't wait to do it. You really want to do it. You're really keen to do it. Okay, so I've been itching to publish those ChatGPT episodes. In fact, I still am itching to publish them. Obviously, by the time you listen to this, I won't be itching anymore. I'll be just ah, relaxed and blissful with no itching going on at all. Um, But at the moment, I am itching to publish those episodes because uh, obviously, Chat GPT is very current, isn't it? Very current, it's very of the moment. In fact, I feel like I've missed the boat a little bit. There's an expression that came up in episode 809 to miss the boat. Um, anyway, if you miss the boat, it means you miss an opportunity to do something. So maybe I've missed the boat a little bit with chat GPT, maybe not, but I feel like most of the hype about it, um, happened a month or two ago when m- people first started using it and discovering it, um, and learning how to use it and stuff. Uh, most of the hype started then, and um, so uh, so maybe by April, everyone will be like, "Oh, ChatGPT, oh, not a, not more ChatGPT stuff." You might be completely over it, or maybe it'll it will have moved on, and by mid-April, um, we will have something else like another kind of AI chat bot that will have replaced it. I mean, we've already got ChatGPT four, haven't we? but I, my episodes are about ChatGPT3. So with the way that the technology is developing so quickly and everything's moving forward so quickly, uh, obviously, I'm deeply, deeply concerned that my ChatGPT episodes will be, um, you know, it will just not be relevant anymore. But I think it's okay. I think it's okay. And uh, I think I think you might like those episodes. I'm happy with them. Basically, it's all about how you can use chat gpt to help you learn english and there are lots and lots of different ways it's a uh, as a tool as a language learning tool it's very interesting now obviously some people will have reactions to chat gpt and they'll say it's a terrible thing it's going to destroy education uh, it's going to allow students to cheat and stuff yeah those those are serious issues as well it's definitely a very disruptive uh, kind of um, technology that's coming Here, That's already with us. In fact, it's going to be interesting to see how chat GPT changes the world. I won't talk a lot more about it now uh, because obviously you're going to get three episodes. Uh, I did. I recorded about three hours worth of stuff about chat GPT in one session. It was just like one marathon uh, of recording for me. And the the video project on my computer is something like 100 gigabytes because I've recorded, obviously, the video, and I've recorded the screen as well. So there's like a massive project. So I hope you like those episodes. Obviously, I'm not I'm not very keen on publishing episodes in parts like that, part one, part two, part three, because what always happens is that people don't listen to all of the parts, which confuses me. So part one will get a lot of listens or views. I say a lot. It'll get, you know, the right number, the normal number. And then part three gets quite a a good number as well. But then part two gets like significantly less. Um, And I just wonder why. Why does that happen? Part one, people listen to part one because it's the first part. And then part three gets more because it sits on the top of the pile. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, if I leave enough time between each part, I think it'll be okay. If I leave enough breathing space between between parts one and two and then two and three, I think that they should all get the an equal amount of attention. I, I guess so. Um, so there you are. I won't talk about... I won't talk more about episodes that are coming because I don't like to... Tempt fate. You know, I don't like to uh, talk about episodes that I haven't published yet, because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You never know if uh, something will go wrong. And, and then I, I actually won't be able to publish those episodes. And then and then uh, and then everyone will be like, what about those episodes you talked about? And I'll say, um, sir. you know, I don't like to create that kind of uh, situation um so anyway i've got loads of episodes i've got episodes all the way up until about episode 828 uh, but as i said earlier if you are a listener to my audio episodes and you listen to the rambles that i do at the end of those then you'll already know this stuff and you'll be going yep loop, yep 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 i know i know thanks for repeating what we already know hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Hmm. So uh, uh, it's a bit of a weird morning in Paris today. Um, So walking here this morning, I actually took a longer route because I wanted to have a look around some of the local streets. Because yesterday, there was a huge demonstration, a big protest, which turned into a riot. Uh, Okay, and the protesters, some of the protesters started getting violent and started kicking off and the police and the rioters started clashing with each other in typical fashion. And um, and it was happening just a couple of streets away, just a few streets away. Um, there was a big procession, a big demonstration. They walked from one part of the city to another part of the city, and they walked very close to where I live and where I've got my office as well. And yesterday, my wife, me and my daughter, we all stayed at home. My daughter didn't go to school because all the disruption would have made it potentially very difficult to get home, possibly dangerous as well to get home because uh, we travel through the areas where they were going to be demonstrating. So we didn't want to risk it. So my wife worked from home uh, and you know my our daughter stayed with us. But we could hear the the fighting outside. You could hear like bang, you know, and the sound of like police sirens and uh bangs and crashes. There were fireworks going off. The police were firing tear gas grenades into the crowd. Uh, and the crowd were smashing things and burning dustbins. I don't think any cars got burned, but it's possible. Just a few streets away and you could smell it in the air yesterday, yesterday evening, kind of open the window to to like, listen out for what's going on. And you could smell the smell of like burning rubbish and burning plastic in the air. Yeah. So what's been going on? Well, the the demonstration was a protest against um, a sort of economic reform or social reform by the president, Emmanuel Macron, who um, says that the, the country needs a sort of economic reform Complicated, but it's basically relating to the age of retirement, the the statutory age of retirement. At the moment in France, the retirement age is sixty two. Although I think some other some other uh, jobs in some other industries, people can retire earlier than that. But uh, for most people, it's sixty two. That's the age of retirement, which actually, compared to a lot of countries, is relatively young. Um, in the UK, it's at least five years. Oh, you know, people retire five years uh, after that, and other countries, it will be similar to case. So France has got already quite a good retirement age, but the president wants to change that from 62 to 64, okay? in order to essentially help uh, bring in more tax revenue, more income tax revenue, to help pay for people who are retired, essentially, right? Pensions, to pay for pensions. So there, these days, there are way more people claiming pensions than there were 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, um, because of the you know aging society, because there are more older people now, people live longer. And so because people live longer, there are more older people in society, and therefore more retired people. And therefore, people who are claiming pensions that's money, from uh, from the, the, the government. And so Macron says, okay, so in order to help pay for all this, we need to change the age of retirement. And of course, everyone disagreed with that in France. <laughs> surprise, surprise. They're like, no, what? You want us to work two more years? No, thanks. So there's two things going on here, really, though. There's the fact that Macron wants to change the age of retirement from 62 to 64. And people are really upset about it because they don't want to, obviously. Which doesn't do... I'll, I'll talk about what it looks like, what France looks like from the from the position of the rest of the world in a minute. But um... So there's that. There's the, the, the pension reform. But also there's the way that Macron is doing it. And he's not doing it in the most democratic way. He's using, his, he's using a sort of executive order. So presidents, I know this is true in the United States, and apparently it's true in France as well, presidents often have sort of options to exert a certain level of sort of executive power. Normally, when decisions are taken in countries like France you know, republics, democratic republics like France or the USA, normally when decisions are taken, they have to go through the proper legislative process, which means they need to be voted on by, you know, people in different uh, chambers, right? In the UK, it's uh, the House of Commons and the House of Lords, okay? Um, In the States, it's the House of Representatives and the Senate, right? Uh, In France, it's the National Assembly and the Senate. So, Laws and decisions need to go through these chambers and they need to be voted on by the, you know, elected representatives and and all that stuff. That's the that's the process. Uh, But uh, sometimes the president will use an option which is just to bypass all of that and just impose his decision directly without going through the the usual route. And so... um, that's a bit controversial when a president does that, because it's, con- it's considered to be, you know, somewhat undemocratic, right? A little bit authoritarian. And so that's what Macron has done here. He's kind of imposed the decision. He made a speech the other day at lunchtime, which is another thing that's really annoyed everyone. Right? He made a speech to the nation at 1 p.m. And everyone's like, wait a minute, we're trying to have lunch here. Because, you know, lunch is lunch is a very important institution in France. Don't interrupt lunch. Um, And anyway, Macron made his speech announcing his decision at lunchtime. And his his speech was basically, look, guys, I know this is going to make me really unpopular. I know you're going to hate me for this. But, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm changing the the age of retirement. OK, everyone, even if it's going to make me really unpopular, I know you're going to burn some bins and stuff, but it is what it is. And from Macron's point of view, he's got nothing to lose, really, at this stage because he's in his second term as president. He can't serve another term. And so he's got kind of nothing to lose. And if it means it's not like he needs to be reelected. So he's kind of like, right, I know you're going to I know you're going to hate me. I don't care. I don't need to be reelected. I'm going to do this because it's what the country needs. And everyone's like, no, you bastard. Why are you making ordinary people pay for all of this? I mean, um, there will be arguments. There'll be arguments on both sides, you know. Uh, a lot of people will be saying, "Oh, it's unfair. He's making uh, the wrong people in society pay for for all of this." When there are other ways that he could be uh, raising uh, money, um, you know, like you know, you could like increase taxes on super rich people and the one percent and all that stuff. Why are you letting them cream all the money off out of the economy? it's that argument. I, you know, I don't really know where I stand on it, really. Uh, I kind of understand um, people's right to protest. I think that's a kind of a healthy thing, that um, people should have the right to, to protest peacefully. Um, I think that's a, a very good, a very healthy thing, to be able to express your rights, express yourselves, to go into the street, to march and to protest. It's an important part of the whole democratic process. Uh, and that's a good that's a good thing i respect that about uh, france and the french in the uk um when something like this sort of happens people people don't take to the streets so much i don't know what do people do they just go home and have a cup of tea and complain about it i'm not sure about this you know whereas in france they're like ah you know allez into the street obviously when it gets violent that's a different question But the thing about the violence is that, as far as I understand it, um, when there's a big protest, and this was one of the biggest protests that there's been in this country for years, one of the biggest ones for years, whenever there's a big protest like this, you get peaceful demonstrators, thousands and thousands of them, across the country, uh, you know, expressing themselves directly. And then, at some point, you always get these violent factions that come into the protest. And these violent factions are people on both sides of the political spectrum. You get far right people, far left people, all sorts of things like anarchists, super libertarian people, all kinds of people. And probably people who just like to have a fight and like to smash things. And so these elements come in always. And that's when things get problematic and violent. I think the vast majority of the protesters um wanted to be peaceful but then things go wrong. Now, the police get a lot of stick in this country. Um and people often have a have a problem with the police. Maybe the police are quite heavy-handed. I had before I had ham-fisted, but this is heavy-handed. That means basically um did I talk about this before? Heavy-handed. If the police are heavy-handed it means that they are being overly physical and too violent. So the police often will react like really strongly to these sorts of things. And they start to fire tear gas. That is a kind of smoke or gas that that stings your eyes. I've never experienced it myself, but apparently it's horrible. And often, when people get when these sorts of things happen, the police are just boom, 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 firing tear gas everywhere. Even innocent bystanders, like children or whatever, sometimes get tear gassed and things terrible. Um, that's the way they do it. That's their method of crowd control: tear gassing, and then they come in with the batons and start whacking people over the head. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so that's what was going on yesterday, a lot of fighting in the street and lots of smashing and burning. And so I took a bit of a walk around the block to see if I could see any of the damage, see what's going on. A lot of people just going to work as usual. Lots of the shops boarded up their windows so that they didn't get smashed, and there's a lot of rubbish in the street. It's a weird time at the moment. Um so there was that, but in the weeks preceding what happened yesterday here in in France. I think this has been a nationwide thing. People have been on strike, like there've been lots of strikes. Right? To go on strike means to to refuse to work as a form of protest. Normally to to uh protest against the the working conditions. Um for example, as a way of trying to negotiate for more pay or better conditions in other regards. And so lots of, uh, there've been transport strikes, but also um, rubbish collection. So the, the people in charge of collecting the rubbish have been on strike for about two weeks. So for two weeks here, there've just been piles of rubbish building up and up and up in the streets. It's been pretty disgusting. Thank goodness the weather's been fairly cold. If, if this had happened in the middle of summer, it would have been awful. I mean, it has happened a little bit before in the summer, and it does get very stinky and dirty. But yeah, piles of rubbish bags. So, you know, you take your rubbish out, you put it in your, the, the, your your wheelie bins in the courtyard of the building, and then every day, I'm pretty sure it's every day or maybe every other day, the rubbish collection guys come in the morning with their big van, and they get your wheelie bin, they attach it to the back of the van, the, the the bin tips up and all the rubbish goes into the van and the van squashes the rubbish and then it carries on and collects the rest of it. But that hasn't been happening for two weeks. So everyone's just been taking their rubbish bags and just putting them outside and adding them to the pile. Even the the um like the refuse collection centers, I understand, the places where all the rubbish gets taken and dealt with, they've been closed, they've been blocked. So, you know, all parts of the process have been blocked and stopped and as a result basically piles of rubbish in the streets. some some parts of the city have been better than others. It kind of depends on where you where you are. I understand that some some districts or some arrondissement in the city have um, have been able to deal with the rubbish by by employing private companies to come in and and deal with it. Other parts of the city haven't had private companies coming in. And so, yeah, where I live, no no private companies have been getting rid of the rubbish. And so there've been mountains of, of rubbish in the street. Mm. I know I'm not painting a wonderful picture of Paris, am I right now? But Paris is like these two things. It's sort of like Two rather different things. There's the beautiful kind of um, Amelie kind of version of Paris, which is all flowers in uh, flowers in uh, on the window sills, and it's always springtime, and um, sort of beautiful girls skipping through the park, and the Eiffel Tower in the background everywhere. Um, and then another version of Paris, which is kind of like the revolution, basically. And that's just people in the street, uh, angry, fighting with the police and uh, people going on strike and, and stuff like that. So uh, it's been a weird time. But, then, but today then, this morning, yeah, a lot of that rubbish, which hasn't been cleared away, ended up all over, the, all over the street. And some of those rubbish bags got burned and stuff. So it's a bit of a war zone out there this morning. Just another day in Paris, just another normal day in Paris. Um, yeah. So there you are. Um, all right. How long have I been talking? I don't know. I actually don't know how long it's been. I think it's been about 40 minutes, I I guess. So I've got to, I've got to go for another 20 minutes. Was there other stuff I wanted to talk to you about? Um, oh yeah. So, um, a few weeks ago, so this is, this is for this is for people who feel like they haven't heard me rambling on enough, and they think, right, I've just had an hour of Luke talking. I need more. So if you if you, if you you want to have more, then I'm going to direct you to a conversation I had with another podcaster called Tony Kaizen, who interviewed me. Now, I'd never heard of him before. Dunno, I don't really know who he is. Um, but having spoken to him, I know he's... Uh, a guy from the United States. He's younger than me. Uh, he lives in uh, in Atlanta, in Georgia. Uh, right, Atlanta. That's this. That's where they filmed The Walking Dead. By the way, um, I don't think it's actually like that in real life. Uh, but anyway, he's from Atlanta. He's an English teacher, and he sort of wants to be a podcaster and wants to have a. An audience on online. And so he sort of, a couple of years ago, started a podcast for learners of English. And he, he wrote to me and said, uh, I've been following you for a while and I just would love to interview you. So of course my ego felt very, very good. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course you can interview me. Um, and so he interviewed me and um, asked me lots of questions about about my life and about how I got started as a podcaster and uh, and about all these sorts of things and about my experiences at university and stuff. Now, you might want to hear it. So, you know, I told Tony that I would tell you, right? So uh, here you go. This is me telling you I was on the Tony Kaizen podcast. I'll, I'll leave a link in the description. All right, I can't remember exactly Uh, the the specific name of it, but you can keep it. You can keep no, I will put a link in the description of the episode. um, So you can listen to that conversation if you want. It was quite a long one. And Tony asked me lots of questions about uh, my experiences as a younger man. And, um, you know, I talked about how when I was younger, I I felt a bit directionless and quite sort of lost and confused. And I didn't know what to do with my life. (laughs) I talked about that quite a lot and about how I didn't know what to do after university and how sort of podcasting saved my life. English teaching sort of saved my life in a way. So you could listen to that. Now, I know that some of you have heard me bang on about all those sorts of things before, about my whole, my journey, you know. Um, But um, he did sort of... um, he did ask me more probing questions about uh, how I felt in my 20s and, and stuff like that. And it was a pretty interesting conversation, I think. So, you're, you know, you can listen to it. You'll find a link in the description for this um, episode. Okay. What else? Oh, yeah. So, in episode, what, 800 and... I can't remember the episode numbers now. The one with um, Anna from English Like a Native... That was episode number 814. So in in episode 814 with Anna, um, I revealed to the world that um, my wife is pregnant with our second child. Thank you for your messages of congratulation, everybody. Thank you you if you said congratulations to me, that's really nice. So yeah, child two is coming. And as I record this, Um, as I record this, my wife is pretty much entering the third trimester. So in pregnancy, as you know, uh, human beings generally um, take nine months to be created. It takes nine months to make a person. So that nine months is divided. The pregnancy is divided into three stages. They're called trimesters. Trimester one, trimester two, and trimester three. The first trimester is the first three months. Second trimester, the second three months, you get the idea. So my wife is just entering the third trimester now. She's definitely pregnant. I mean, she's like really pregnant now. Oh my God. Time is flying so fast. And so... Yeah, we're just kind of bracing ourselves for the arrival of Child 2. It's a bit like a, a bomb landing on the apartment in a good way. A nice bomb, of course, but it, it, a bomb in the sense that it's sort of like, pow, everything changes. Um, um, Yeah, so you want to know if it's a boy or a girl? Do you want to know? You want to know? You do. You do? Someone's like, I don't care. All right, fine. Well, uh, I'm going to tell you anyway. So it's a boy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which is which is what we wanted because we've got a girl. Child one is a girl. And so child two will be uh, a boy. So we're very happy. So I've got a I've, I'm going to have a son. And it's getting all a very Star Wars. My son, my, my child. <laughs> so I'm going to have a son. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So how do I feel about it? Well, I feel great, of course. Um, it's it's wonderful to have children. And, you know, a lot of people have commented and written to me saying, I'm really happy for you, Luke, that you're having another child. Children are wonderful. They are the best thing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm worried and deeply concerned and scared. Uh, there's lots of things to be concerned and scared about. For example, there's the whole, just the health side of things. You hope that everyone's going to be healthy. I hope my, that my wife, that the pre, that the birth will be okay because it's a dramatic and difficult thing—a birth. Oh my goodness! Ah, so I hope that she's going to be fine. I hope it's going to be a good, healthy birth. I hope that my wife will, will, will um, you know, deal with it okay and, and all the rest of it. Um, um, and obviously, I hope that the baby is born super healthy like like the first one. I hope that he takes after his sister and that he's strong, fit and healthy and happy. Um, but also there's a concern, which is like, how are we going to manage the space at home? How are we going to deal with, the, the, with everything? I mean, it's already a little bit tricky getting my daughter up out of bed in the morning, getting her in her clothes, um, getting her fed, giving her breakfast, getting her ready and getting her out the door all in time so that we're not late so everything doesn't fall apart but with another one what's that going to be like but you know people do it don't they loads of everyone does it well not everyone lots of people don't do it which is fine but I mean it's totally normal people have kids and they have multiple children some people have three four five kids some people have more than that so people do it all the time every day so it's it's gonna be okay, isn't it? It's gonna be alright. It is. It um this kind of thing reminds me of a Michael McIntyre stand-up comedy routine about having kids. Um Michael McIntyre is not my favorite stand-up comedian, but this routine is particularly good. I'll I'll put the uh I'll embed the video on the page for this episode. But basically Michael McIntyre is just talking about he he's a stand-up comedian, an English stand-up. And he talks about just the stress of having kids. And the thing that I always remember from that routine is when he's, he's, he's describing what it's like trying to leave the house. And it's sometimes it's just impossible to leave the house, especially when you've got two or three children, just trying to get them together. It's like herding cats, herding cats. Do you know that phrase? To herd sheep, right? Herding sheep, that's when you move all the sheep in one big group right to herd the sheep from one field to another right and the sheep all sheep are not too difficult to herd if you know what you're doing because they all generally will group together right but herding cats is a different question if you're trying to get cats to move in a big group that's just not going to work because cats are cats aren't they they're independent they go off in different directions they they will not do what they're told so getting kids ready and out of the house in time. It's like herding cats. You'd like try and get one here and the other one's gone over there and then this one's doing this and then it's a nightmare. And McIntyre talks about trying to, trying to do up the buttons on your children's clothes. That's one of the, <laughs> that's such a stressful and fiddly thing that you have to do as a parent is to do up the like do up the shirts, cardigans, coats, jackets of your children. The buttons are so small and the little holes are so small. You spend so much time as a parent doing this. Just fiddling with little buttons and sweating. So there's going to be a lot of that. A lot of it's fiddling with buttons and just come here, come here. No, not now. Put that down. Just come here. Look, come on. We're going to be late. So I've got all that to look forward to and of course the crying and the and the uh the sleepless nights and the the nappies and all the rest of it i think the key to this sort of thing is just to somehow learn to enjoy all of those moments because you know they th- you, uh it only happens once i mean i say it only happens once obviously you can have more and more kids and do it again and again but um each stage in your child's life is a, is a precious time, even when they are pooing themselves and puking milk onto you and things like that. It's still precious to watch your children grow and to be there to nurture them and to help them. So that's the key to it. You've just got to enjoy the madness. You've got to enjoy the chaos. You've got to enjoy the, the mess and all the rest of it. Um, as I said before, I don't know how that's going to affect the podcast, but if I can keep this, this, this pipeline thing going on here, right? I mean, the long queue of episodes that I've got, if I can just keep making episodes now in this relatively quiet time before the baby arrives, if I can just keep on making, producing, producing, producing episodes, I will then have a fairly long queue, which will essentially be like my, my 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 parental leave, my paternity leave. Leave, that's when you get time off work, when you don't go to work. Maternity leave is the one that we all know. That's when a woman has had a baby, and after the baby has arrived, or maybe just before the baby's arrived, she doesn't have to go to work. She has maternity leave. In different countries, you get more or less maternity leave. There's also paternity leave as well. And that's um, the same thing, but for the father, normally it's less time for obvious reasons, I suppose. Um, but, um, so if I can produce enough episodes before the baby arrives, so I've got a long queue of episodes, then that will be like my paternity leave, won't it? I'll be able to keep uploading the episodes I've already recorded while, while, you know, everything's chaotic around me and I can't actually make new episodes. So we will see. We will see. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I reckon this must be an hour. Have I been going for an hour? I don't know. I actually genuinely don't know how how long I've been recording. Um, it, it could be an hour. It could be less. But I mean, oh, there. Are, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be an hour, does it? I feel like this is probably the right time to stop. Are there anything I did write some notes down of some things that um I could talk about today so um yeah blah 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 episodes episodes um that's it. That's basically it. That's it. I'm gonna stop here okay, so how was that for you? Did you manage to follow everything that I've said? Are you a skeleton um I talked about skeletons before. And in the last rambling episode, I said, leave a comment in the comment section to show me that you're not a skeleton. And a lot of people got that. They said, don't worry, Luke, I'm not a skeleton. I'm still listening and I'm still alive. So the thing about the skeleton thing is that you that you shouldn't be a skeleton. If you're a skeleton, it means that you've died while listening to the episode just because the episode was so long. You you perished at some point. So um, Hopefully that doesn't happen to you. So if you still are, if you're still conscious and still breathing and still listening, then leave me a comment to to let me know that you're not a skeleton. And you can say, Luke, thank you for another rambling episode. Um, I'm not a skeleton. And if you feel compelled to tell me that you prefer different types of episodes of my podcast than this, then you know, you don't need to tell me that, okay? because I'm a professional. I have a particular set of skills. I know what I'm doing. There's method in the madness. Okay. And just because I'm doing this rambling episode this time doesn't mean it's going to always be this way. I'm going to mix it up, different guests, different topics, some stuff specifically, specifically about learning English, Stum, 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 stum. some stuff with guests some stuff on my own, some stuff with my dad, some stuff with my brother, some stuff with Amber and Paul and that kind of thing. Okay. And also I'm still committed to, to wanting to do more stupid nonsense on this show because like when I'm, when I'm on my own, like my, let's say like today, my wife took my, took our daughter to school. So they went off and then I had a shower and and came here, right? When I'm on my own, often I will just kind of talk and just do stupid nonsense, talking silly voices and things. And I kind of always think that's what I want to do on, on the podcast. I just want to do stupid nonsense and do silly voices. (laughs) That's really what I want to do. Um, so, uh, but then I start recording and then it's kind of like, okay, I feel a bit contained feel a little bit contained. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you know what I mean, but um, as soon as I start recording, it's kind of like a bit like being a rabbit in the headlights. Do you know that expression? To be a rabbit in the headlights. That's where a rabbit is crossing the street and then a car car comes towards it. The headlights are bright and the rabbit just kind of pause. It sort of freezes, staring at the headlights of the oncoming car. So to be a rabbit in the headlights is when suddenly the situation causes you to kind of freeze. Uh, Now, I don't, you know, I'm not fully like a rabbit in the headlights because obviously I've just managed to ramble fairly coherently, I hope, uh, for the last whatever it is, an hour, an hour more or less. But at the same time, there's still this nagging feeling of like, uh, there's still things I wanted to do in this episode that could have been... More fun uh, um <clears throat> yesterday I had a, an English lesson at the British Council. I taught a group. It was a great lesson. I had a really good time. The lesson was all about it was a it was to a group of b one students and it was all about um how to have a conversation with people you haven't met before, for example, if you are at a conference <clears throat> and um if you're at a conference. You know, for a work conference or at a party or something, how do you actually start a conversation with someone? And it was so much fun. On paper, that lesson looked potentially boring—how to maintain a conversation—but actually, in practice, it was uh, so much fun. And the reason it was fun is because there were like dialogues, little dialogues, Um, and uh, it was enjoyable to just act out the dialogues and also to present. Like the examples of what, what, what's good and what's bad, you know. So good stuff is all about, uh, in, in terms of conversation and social English, is all about being interested and asking the right kinds of questions. Not too personal, you know, sort of uh, closed questions that have a yes or no answer so that, they are, so that they, they're more polite. For example, instead of saying, uh, you know, where do you live? Instead of saying that, you can say, so do you live far from here? you know, and there's the intonation, there's the grammar involved in it, and all the pragmatics, the social pragmatics of that kind of thing. And so it's so much fun to play around with that kind of thing. And that's really, for me, what I love the most about being an English teacher, is being able to, by exploring the pragmatics of English, and for example, what happens if you say something in this way, and what happens if you say something in this way, and then demonstrating that using my particular set of stupid acting skills, that the results are not only en- uh, educational, but also entertaining and fun. And that's always the spirit I want to bring to these podcasts. It's quite hard to do that when it's just me on my own with, with Hal 9000, the, the video camera, staring at me. It's quite hard to get the same kind of thing going. But that's all right. Um, Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Luke's English podcast. I hope that you have learned a thing or two, a couple of expressions. There were a few little expressions and things in there, weren't there? You could go back, you could go back and listen again and 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 focus on vocab next time if you like. Or you could shadow and repeat after me or repeat with me. Lots of things you can do. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. Uh, if 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 you feel like it, leave me a nice review um, wherever you get your podcasts, like iTunes or something. Leave a nice review, just saying what you think of the show. It really helps. It really, really helps. If you want to be helpful, that's a good way of doing it. Leave a nice review. That way, other people, when they look at the show and they're searching, you know, whatever they're searching in Apple Podcasts or iTunes or something, you know, Learning English Podcast, and they see Luke's English Podcast, if it's got a good rating, that's a a big uh, vote of confidence. And also, if it's got good reviews, then people will be like, oh, I think I'll listen to this one. So that's really important. Um, leave me a comment, a like, a subscribe, share share the episode with your friends on social media, um, by email, or just tell a friend. You could say, oh, by the way, I th- you, you might want to listen to Luke's English podcast. It's quite fun. And they'll be like, what? Lux, Lux English podcast? What? Luke's English podcast. It's a podcast. Just, you know, just get it on your phone. Just get download Pocket Casts. Yeah, just go to... In fact, all you need to do is... Um, hello, hold on. I'll tell you what you need to do is just scan the QR code on my website, right? If you want to, um, if you want to add LEP to uh, a podcast app on your phone, just go to teacherluke.co.uk, my wonderful website that looks like it was made 15 years ago. Um, but that's the kind of old school style that I like. And then, um, you'll see on this, in the sidebar, or if you scroll down on a mobile, you will see a QR code. Okay. And that QR, if you scan that QR code with your, with your phone, you'll be able to add, um, Luke's English podcast to a podcast app of your choice. So it opens up this page and you'll see a list of different podcast um, a list of different podcast apps Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Castro, Breaker, Castbox and others. I choose Pocket Casts. So I click on Pocket Casts and it will open it up. Uh, hold on. It's opened up the web version, open in Pocket Casts. And Bob is your uncle. Bob's your uncle. There it is, and you click subscribe, and then you can listen to all the episodes there. All right, so that's what you do. Just say Luke's English Podcast, TeacherLuke.co.uk. Scan the QR code and Bob's your uncle. Okay, you could do that. That would be nice. Sign up to Luke's English Podcast Premium, of course, if you want to become a true Luke's English Podcast stakeholder and premium subscribers. I hope you've been enjoying the the recent series of episodes I've been doing, the Story Time series. Yeah. In which I tell uh, stories from my life and then use them to help you learn English. Right. I like the story time episodes. I like telling you stories. I've been telling stories about times when I got into trouble or times when I avoided trouble as a child at sort of school. That's the period I'm dealing with at the moment. And there's vocabulary uh, lists, vocabulary explanations, vocab, memory tests, grammar exercises, pronunciation practice, all of it. You know, I really try to do my best to use all my teaching skills to help you in those premium episodes. So you can sign up. It's pretty simple. Uh, like I said, in the last rambling episode, once you've added LEP to a podcast app on your phone, you, you can then sign up to LEP premium, teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. And, and then what, you, what do you do? Yeah, that's it. You sign up there. And then when you've signed in on Acast Plus, you'll see the option, listen in podcast app. All right. Tap that. And it will give you the option to add LEP premium to one of the podcast apps. So you choose Pocket Casts because that's the best one. And then and it'll open Pocket Casts. It'll open the new um, subscription to Luke's English Podcast Plus that's Luke's English Podcast Premium, subscribe to it. And then Bob's your uncle, you've got the normal list of normal free episodes, but included in it are all the premium episodes. (laughs) And if you are using uh, Pocket Casts, which I recommend, you can actually use the search bar. There's a search function in there to search for previous premium episodes. P01, P02, P03, all the way up to is it p45 p46 p47 that we're on now um yeah p47 is a story about something really bad that my brother did that could have been terrible it could have been an absolute disaster but luckily it wasn't that bad something my brother did at school p46 is a time when i got away with doing something that could have got me expelled from the school. Uh, P45 is a story about how I terrorized a friend of mine and me. We, we, we terrorized uh, one of our neighbors. Anyway, you can listen to those premium episodes. You can sign up teacherluke.co.uk/slash premium. Okay? Uh, and otherwise, have a lovely day, morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Okay. Please be excellent to each other, okay? All right, remember that. Try to be nice. Try not to be a, 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 a what? Try not to be a complete tool. Just try to be a nice person. Good luck out there. Best of luck. Okay, in the world in this complicated world that we live in, and I will speak to you again uh soon about ChatGPT three. Okay. All right. Thank you. 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 Speak to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 bye, bye, Thanks for listening to Luke's English podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.